And we're back on the Media Virus Podcast with Just the Tips, number 52. Just the Tips. With Stanley McFadden. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Media Virus Podcast. It is I, the one and only Big Daddy Professor of Big Technology from the U of V, bringing at you another episode of Just the Tips. Tonight's episode, episode number 52. And again, there it is, 52. Tonight's episode, different ways that men, we can increase our testosterone. So... You want to learn how to, to uh, sling that dick with a little bit more efficiency? Men, here's something that you can do to boost your testosterone. Number one, first and foremost, is to lift weights. you got to provide enough stress for your body to send the signals up top that are going to, to increase your testosterone naturally. Adaptation to an increase in muscular stress. The stress you put on our muscles through lifting is one way in which the body then sends a higher dose of testosterone to flood muscles. Greater testosterone means better performance in bed. Number two, increase your your cardiovascular circulation. Again, that's going to take some going to the gym, some sort of boost in your cardiovascular activity. That would be hitting the the treadmill or the elliptical or the stairs or some sort of high intensity interval training. Something that's going to boost your cardiovascular activity. It's going to increase your circulation. It's going to increase the size of your dick. It's going to increase your testosterone and better your performance. Next, we have if you want to go for a pill, there's a couple of different ones that you can do. My preferred weapon of choice is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha has been proven to increase the production of testosterone. However, it does have some side effects. Uh, one is it can flat affect your mood. It is also a, an anti-stress pill. Keep in mind, before you start any sort of medication regimen, talk to your doctor. Do not take what I'm saying as medical advice. This is something that I know works for me. It's something that you can try. Do your research on it first where you can find a proper dose for you. Next, get proper sleep. No less than six, six and a half hours. No less. Your body needs rest. Men, we go through too much bullshit in our lives to not get the proper sleep that we deserve. Get sleep. Next, find some sort of anti-stress activity. I understand that, you know, fucking is a great way to relieve stress. It's a great way to relieve stress. Uh, Ladies, BJ's is a great way to relieve our stress, and we, we thank you for it. We appreciate your participation in our stress release. Find yourself an activity, find yourself a hobby that makes you feel good. Lowering your stress will lower your cortisol, will increase your testosterone as a byproduct. I think that'll do for now. Uh, Oh, 
having sex. Yeah, bust that nut. That'll increase your testosterone. Whether you're busting it solo or you're busting it in someone or on someone, find a way to bust that nut. All right? Media Virus Podcast, I'm out. Happy fucking... So, lift, increase cardio, ashwagandha, get more sleep, find stress relief, bust that nut. Was his list of six things you can do. And there you have it. There you have it. It's good advice. From, uh, Just the tips with Big A lot Daddy. of people don't know that he's a medical professional. He is, but don't take what he says as medical advice. We are not a medical... We are not approved as a show to... to Listen, uh, if Big Daddy said it, it's medically proven. All right? <laughs> you can take it. Just don't even bother seeing it. The fuck doctors. What do you know? All C and D should be directed to Maddie at themediavirus.com. Oh. All right. So uh, now that we've gotten some terrific testosterone-building advice... That brings us around. Daddy, that brings us to the testosterone-building power nonsense that's right the only kind of the nonsense you can only find on tiktok and share my screen look at you no we're not gonna look at you we're gonna look at your screen no look at my screen look at my screen and they're loading a little slow tonight are they coming from the bottom up it knows they're all there they're just not loading that powerful sucks Come on. Let me pop out of this for a minute. They're starting to load, so we're good. Um, I'm going to drop a couple of the things that we don't need. If you would talk amongst yourselves, you don't need the butt licking story. We're done here and here. Close that. Let's see where we get from there. Thanks for covering. Most What's that? Thanks for covering. <laughs> what do you think the most important story of the? Uh, well, I also know that you clip out silences, so that's what I was working on. Um, but the most important story of the day, do you think it was uh, the Pennsylvania S liquor story, or do you think it was the uh, COVID uh, vaccinated people or unvaccinated people have a higher risk? I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put uh, ass liquor up a little higher, up a little higher. An order of importance, of, <laughs> right? Of actual news. That's right. Well, hang on. It's just which fat cunts told me. That's not where we want to be, Sonny. Here's where we want to start. I do oh, sound a bit like him, I know that. Uh, but I can actually do a very accurate impression of Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Which fat cunt stole me, honey? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty spot on, I guess. That was a pretty good impression of Winnie the Pooh, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I did a hell of a job. I didn't want to do that. I got confused by the fermented fish challenge that was up there. Yeah, because for some reason, all these TikToks start out muted. And they go so, they're only a couple seconds long. Yeah. 
guys. Here's part two of me attacking my husband. But fear not, I took some self-defense lessons this morning and I think I can take them. Hey babe, you wanna see what I learned in defense class today? No. Why not, you a pussy? <laughs> what the hell are you recording for? Don't worry about it. Come on. Oh, my fucking God. You ready? Whatever. Ah! You're going to get my money back. Ah! <laughs> she went down so hard, the kid Love was like, you. ow! <laughs> I'm going to go get my money back. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, she's like, I love you. She's like, fuck off. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So to get away from there because it opened a whole window on me. All right. Uh, the car that poops. It's the ceremony where I became an honorary black man. That's why I'm allowed to say the N-word. No. Right this way, gentlemen. <laughs> He's nuts. This car's going to be made out of cardboard. He's not allowed to say the N-word. Gentlemen, introducing the world's first zero-emissions car. Whoa. Zero-emissions? That's right. I've engineered it so that this car takes all of its harmful carbon emissions and exhaust and expels it into a non-toxic block. <laughs> Listen to that engine purr. That looks like well, no, it's emissions. The car shoots out an emissions blah. So it's I don't think you understand the significance of what I've done here. You've invented a car. It's not It's a blob. Uh, can you make it any other color? No, I've tried. Well, it smells like No, it doesn't. Then what does it smell like? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, look, you've got plenty of money. We can fix this. The money's gone. You spent $200 million on a car and a robot with boobs? Once people start buying the car, there'll be no end of money. We can do this thing together. Okay, how, how much do you think people are going to pay for a crapping car? I was hoping $1.5 million. Each? Yeah, the car costs $1.4 million to make. It's very disappointing. <laughs> I should never have trusted Lepchek about you. Lepchek told you to hire us? That asshole! Uh, well, goodbye, Alan. Thanks for the spaghetti. Good luck to you and yours. Give me $1,000 and I'll let you sleep with my wife. What? Oh, come on. <laughs> I was talking about the baby shower. My yeah. brother bought this. Uh, he brought fire. Like he, his, him and his wife were so excited about these fireworks. <laughs> they brought. Right. And it was, a, it was a shitting unicorn. So it was a cardboard. Uh -oh. It was a cardboard <laughs> unicorn. And you lit it. That crapped sparks and flames? And No. <laughs> Remember those snakes? You used to like the snakes. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Isn't it the snakes? You put one of those in there. And it... Yeah. And then, like, there's a big thing at the end, but they were so excited. And that's this thing just, and he, and I, it was in the middle of the, he lights it off in the middle of the day. I'm like, why would you light it? He's like, no, no, you trust me. You want to see you want sunlight on this. All right. And that's all it did. Is it was, it, you know, Crap. It, it was a uniform. That, it was a unicorn. Crap, it just, yeah, it just one of those long snakes out of its asshole. <laughs> Pretty funny. Wow. You got to be nicer to yourself. This is hard. 
It's hard what we're doing, isn't it? It's hard. It's hard being a person. Yeah. It's hard. When I was little, I used to look at grown-ups with money and cars and think, wow, that looks fun. I can't wait. Then I was an adult for six weeks. I'm like, this blows. I have to pay for everything. Just the physical maintenance of you every day, right? It's endless. Just the brushing and cleaning and wiping, hopefully every day. <laughs> it's like you're your own pet. And some people don't take care of their pet very well. You see them on the sidewalk, their hair's all mad. It looks like they just ate out of the garbage. Where's your collar, Dan? I was, uh, I was worked at Bob's Discount Furniture. That was a kid. And he was, you know, a good salesman. He was right. doing good at, the, at his job. And he's, he was young. He was like early twenties. Right. He's looking to move out. You know, move out of his parents' house. Sure. And like they weren't forcing him out. He just wanted you know? to go. And he's like, he just, I, I'm just tired. Of, I'm like, dude, dude, toilet paper costs money. <laughs> Toothpaste costs money. Toothbrushes. Cost money. Cost money. Toilet cleaner cost money. This all costs money. All of these and comforts not, of home. What's that? All of these comforts of home. Right. All these things. Soap, shampoo, it all costs money. You know, when you live in a home, the shit just appears. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, you're paying rent. But I mean, you're right. never paying, you know, you're, you're never paying what you would out on your own. Right. The cable costs money. Internet costs money. It all costs yeah. money. He didn't listen. They never do. Think about the men you know. Think about the men you've met in your life. And I do that, I think, like two or three are horrible. <laughs> really, unspeakable. <laughs> Just a few, two or three. Most are decent. I think that's sort of the ceiling for men. I think, I think good is aspirational. I think great is a fantasy. If you're with someone who's great, get out of there. <laughs> the men we used to think were great were priests, politicians, and gymnastics doctors. It hasn't... <laughs> it hasn't ended well for great. Got a point. Yeah, you know. yeah. Oh, they don't come out and do this crap. The only time they do this crap is when a white person touches them. They're the racist. It's wrong for a white cop to kill a black person, that's for sure. But if it matters, it shouldn't matter at all times. So what are you fighting for? What are you fighting for? You are not here to fight injustice. You're it's here to fight It's not about blacks. I am black, I'm not oppressed. That's I am for you. free. That's good for you, that's an individual person. What about a systemic issue? I do what I want, you have the skills. You're just a white bitch on you, you want to do what you want, you do it. Okay. Stop, stop forcing on people to accept that they're oppressed. They are not, I am not oppressed, I am black. Violence is wrong, period. It's not about blacks. The blacks kill blacks in black neighborhoods every single day. I've never seen a black life matter in those neighborhoods. But if a white person kills a black person, black lives matter. Stop the hypocrisy. Why don't you start? I'm not carrying anything saying black lives matter. I love the white bitch arguing with her. That was my favorite. That was why I was like, there's some Don't don't you know how oppressed you are? (laughs) You're trying to, they're they're out there trying to convince people. Don't you know what my people have done to you? Fucking ridiculous.
India hate using toilets. There are one billion people worldwide who defecate out in the open. And of that one billion, 82% reside in India. You might think this is an issue of poverty and that people in rural India simply don't have access to toilets, but that's actually not the case. This may confound international development scholars everywhere, but they have toilets. They simply don't like using them. For decades now, the government of India has been building toilets in rural areas. People simply prefer to poop on the street. In fact, people in India destroying the toilets the government builds for them is a fairly regular occurrence. The government has to give out a stipend to encourage people to use the toilets, and if that is not paid, they will literally destroy the toilets. In fact, it's gotten so bad that they're actually speculating on how to build an indestructible toilet just for the people of India. So friendly reminder, when you ask yourself, why is it that certain countries are at different stages of development? The answer is not always colonialism. <laughs> How much would I have to pay you not to poop outside, Matt? <laughs> Dude, I've been pooping all my life, not outside for free. <laughs> right? And you can move to India. What chumps we are. Not to shit outside. <laughs> what We're a bunch of suckers. Yeah. We should all be shitting outside. He's been crapping in the loo all this time. Although we've learned that Pete was shitting his hand and then throwing outside. <laughs> Let's learn Attention together. Good. Well, if the driver of your school bus runs into a truck, hits a lamppost, drives into a ditch, you don't say his intentions are good. You get a new bus driver. That lady's question was, you know, yeah, aren't Democrats? I'll run it again good? because that, that's Eisenhower. The Democrats have made mistakes, but aren't their intentions good? Well, if the driver of your school bus runs into a truck, hits a lamppost, drives into a ditch, you don't say his intentions are good. You get a new bus driver. The and that's Dwight D. Eisenhower. That's right. Ike was, uh, I, 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 I like Ike. Uh, I think he, Ike was probably the last real president. Um, I think they got in under Kennedy and Kennedy thought he was going to be a real president and they showed him otherwise. Well. Whoa. Uh, opened, uh oh, it opened a new window for me. Okay. So fire away. Yo, back with some more friendly advice from my mama. She used to always tell me, if you don't want to get hit like a man, don't you ever hit a man. But if that man hits you first, stab him. <laughs> that was advice for your daughters. Oh, that was good advice. Brush my, you know, if you don't want to get hit like a man, don't hit a man. But if he hits you first, stab, stab him. him. Yep. It's that simple. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> Because it hurts and they deserve it. <laughs> I'm going to have to run that again because it cut off. Why do women have babies? What? <coughs> because it hurts and they deserve it. Oh, boy. Wow. Wow. Out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> That's some serious misogyny. <sighs> For you once again. Okay, so let's say you're BlackRock. 
You're in control of 40% of the investable assets globally. You're heavily invested in literally every aspect of life. The food industry, medical industry, weapon industry, transportation, the media, everything. By the way, this isn't a conspiracy. This is public data that anyone can find. So once you have all this power, you need to increase demand in order to keep the economy going. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to create a crisis. Because you cannot have a $90 billion weapon industry without a war. You cannot have demand for green energy without a climate crisis. You cannot sell a vaccine without a pandemic. And you cannot create media traffic without drama. It's an entire ecosystem controlled from the upper class. And it's no coincidence we're in a perpetual state of crisis. That's true. I, I, can't, I couldn't find a flaw in that logic. Yep, all, all fair points. That's a good point. There you go, Pete. Not as good as why do women have babies, but yeah, that's good. <laughs> right, I got to wait for this guy to end because I can't restart him. Apparently it's long. Got maps and charts. And Did I send that over? Yeah. Oh, it's going to pop into a new window anyway now. Maybe. Or it's not. So I'll just run it from here. Dougie Shark. In 1917, the U.S.'s first highway center line was painted on what is now County Road 492 between Marquette and Nagani. The rest of the world quickly adopted this idea, and in 1920, both the U.K. and Australia began painting center lines on their roads. This simple idea is widely recognized as one of the most important traffic safety inventions in the history of highway transportation. Well, how about that? I don't remember sending... I think there's more to that. There was. He. He. I remember him talking about a a milk. Fun truck. fact: When roads were first paved, there were no lines on the roads. Here we go. It was pretty much just a free for all, and everyone would drive wherever they wanted to on the road and just try not to crash into each other. Then in 1911, Edward Hines, who was the chairman of the Wayne County Road Commission, was driving behind a leaky milk truck, and as the milk truck drove in front of him, it left a white line along the concrete road. Edward Hines had a eureka moment where he decided to begin painting a center line on paved roads to separate traffic and designate traveling sides of the road. The first road in the world to have a center line painted on it was River Road, now called West Jefferson Road, in Trenton, Michigan. In 1917, the U.S.'s first highway center line was painted on what is now County Road 492 between Marquette and Nagani. The rest of the world quickly adopted this idea, and in 1920, both the U.K. and Australia began painting center lines on their roads. This simple idea is widely recognized as one of the most important traffic safety inventions in the history of highway transportation. Yeah. Hmm. Fascinating. Exactly what's holding our society back from progressing. Progressing towards what? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a society where gender is seen as a social construct and there's no religion and the government takes into account intersectionality in its legislation and there's no such thing as personal property and we all subsist on a diet of soy and insects because it's good for the environment. Now I feel like I'm not doing enough. What else can I do to help slow this progress? <laughs> I love that guy. King Trout. This was a good one. The two gayest things you can do while eating a banana are... Come on, we've gone over this. Taking really big bites. Taking really big bites in the second. Making eye contact. Making eye contact. It won't be gay if you avoid these two things. If you avoid these three things. If you avoid these four things. Let's just not eat bananas. <laughs> <laughs> we had both hands on it. <laughs> <laughs> we 
was on his knees. <laughs> Let's just not eat bananas. It's perfectly normal. I'll read some of this for you. It says, after a bit, a person's <laughs> becomes moist and slippery, and the clitoris becomes hard. After a bit, a person's <laughs> becomes erect, <laughs> stiff, and larger. <laughs> Sometimes a bit of clear <laughs> fluid that may contain <laughs> the sperm comes out of the tip of the <laughs> and makes <laughs> it wet. Can we, sir, I'm sorry. I... Was it something I said? Yeah. If you don't want to hear it in a school board meeting, why should children be able to check it out of the school system? We have perverts that are perverting our kids. And you all sit back smug in your chairs, but you don't want me to read it. Why? Does it bother you? Yes or no? You can't answer that question. You want to know why? Because politically speaking, you can't say that it's wrong. And you don't want me to read the filth because it exposes the truth. How dare you tell me to stop reading it? If you don't want to hear it, why should the children have to see it? Pastor, your time is, is time is up. Thank you. That makes two of us. Oh, that 50 and was pretty good. Yep. Your time is up. It makes two of us. Hmm. This was one this was good thing. Oh. We like good thing. How you pay for good thing? He wants bad thing. Oh. No, we don't want bad thing. He wants oh. bad thing. He wants bad thing. No, we don't want bad thing. That was a political debate. Yes. He wants good thing. I want good thing. He wants bad thing. He wants bad thing. Other politicians said, "How you pay for good thing?" And then, when he went, he wants bad, want bad thing. thing. That's that's a that's political debate. That's that's what we've come to. That is that's, the world, folks. That's the world. That's the world in a nutshell. And I thought that was perfectly, perfectly, you know, summarized. Is that the? Uh, have we rounded the corner there? We did. We are. We have rounded the corner. Well, that was the the TikTok nonsense, which you can actually find at themediavirus.com. It, it's a post there right now. Um. So you can go and actually look at those TikToks for yourself. When the C block drops on Sunday, you can go and check this post out as as you listen to our comments and you can you can watch the videos yourself. It'll probably take you a lot less time yeah. than it took us to get through them. You know, because and you're not gonna talk about them like we do. No, and you don't have to wait for it to load to turn the volume. It's a strange situation that we've got going on. Yeah, it's it's not the easiest thing to, to work with TikToks. No. No, it's not. But, uh... Th- oh, excuse me. Yeah, right? Yeah, hiccups. Oh. You're not a fish. I am Just not. Just remind yourself. I am not. You're not a fish. It's worked for me 98% of the time. That when I've gotten the hiccups, just remind myself that I'm not a fish. And so, that's... I think that's a good place to, uh, I mean, you got, you got to grab the. Yeah. I've got a lot of editing to do and, uh, uh, I've got an early morning or night. Got an early morning. Yeah. I'll be out there driving. If you need a ride tomorrow after four 30 AM, hit me up. I'm going to be out there driving. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here this week on the Media Virus Podcast. You can always give us a call at 1646-VIRUS-01. That's 1646-VIRUS-01. You can check us out on the web at themediavirus.com. You can uh, email Maddie at maddie at themediavirus.com. I'm PML. Pete is Pete. And if you want to get in touch with Big Daddy, it's JTT at themediavirus.com. On behalf of 
Grease Monkey Pete, and our fearless leader, Maddie Rockdeff. I'm Professor Mike Latouris coming from to you high atop Uncle Butch Studios. This has been the Media Virus Podcast, and we will join you again next week for more nonsense and more top three and more whatever we do in the middle right here at the Media Virus Podcast. Zamboni driver. That's that's what he did. He was a Zamboni driver. <laughs>